Welcome back to the Anytime Sports Podcast Show. I'm Colin. I'm here with my co-host, Andrew. And we just have a good week of NFL Sunday slate to go over. So we'll start off with that. Andrew, why don't you lead us off? Yeah, most definitely. We had a fantastic week of football, most in general, starting off with the Thursday night football game. Chargers and Chiefs, um, Chiefs or Chargers traveled to Kansas City. Justin Herbert was 33 for 48, 334 yards. He threw one interception, though. Justin Herbert was a bit banged up at the end. His ribs looked like they were hurting, but great game from the Chargers, but also a phenomenal game from the Kansas City Chiefs, which we know. Patrick Mahomes making it work without Tyreek Hill. He's uh, targeting the ball more with Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey had five receptions for 51 yards. Really, um, this is spread out across the board for receivers for the Chiefs, uh, most definitely. What are your thoughts on this oh, game? Yeah, this, this Kansas City Chiefs offense looks a lot different than it was last year. It, they're spreading the ball out a lot more. Uh, if you didn't get, if you weren't Travis Kelsey and you weren't Clyde Edwards Alaire, you were just getting three or under receptions a game. Um, so you really didn't get many receptions. They got a, so it's very hard for fantasy owners to tell who's going to go off. But um, that's okay. You ended up winning the game. I mean, with the Chargers, I think they need to block well. They need to block a little bit better. Justin Herbert's keep getting hit and hit, and it's not very good. And he's got fractured ribs, so that's not very good at all. So hopefully he can be back for Sunday, but who knows. Yeah, most definitely. That was a good game to start off the week. Um, moving on to the next, we're going to go through these a little quicker this week. Um, we have Jets and Browns. Jets pulling out the upset, um, kicking an onside kick in the ball back, and then scoring another touchdown. Joe Flacco going off this game. Although he was only uh, 26 for 44, he's still Joe Flacco. Um, four touchdowns, 307 yards. Jacoby Brissett was 22 for 27, 229 yards. Um, receiving in this, Garrett Wilson had eight receptions for 102 yards. A great game by the Jets. Great onside kick uh, for them to come back um, right at the end. Yeah, Garrett Wilson had himself a day. I mean, I think he's starting to truly develop himself into an actual wide receiver. And I know it's very early, but there's a couple other rookie wide receivers that did, had a pretty good week as well. And uh, not necessarily they won, but they they had a very good week as well. I mean, I think Amari Cooper's really showed out he's the number one in Cleveland. No matter what, he had nine receptions, 101 yards, and one touchdown. Very, very good. Um, Jadavion Clowney had himself a dig in that strip sack, too, at the end. Uh, the Browns just sold it. They already got that onside kick. They probably would have won the game. I mean, they would have won the game. Uh, it's just the Jets survived. The Jets survived to win another game and uh, play another game. And uh, once Zach Wilson's back, I think this team will be a little bit better than it is now. Yeah, most definitely having that uh, mobility with Zach Wilson will definitely help. All right, moving on to the next, we had Lions and Commanders. Lions pulling out the upset against the Commanders, putting up 36 points. Um, Amonra St. Brown, bro. Amonra St. Brown. He went off. Uh, he rushed. He had two carries for 68 yards, and he had nine receptions, 116 yards, two touchdowns. Jared Goff also went off 20 for 34. Um, Carson Wentz on the other side did go off as well. This was basically a stat-filled game. He was 30 for 46, 337 yards. Gibson had 14 carries for 28 yards. Curtis Samuel. Uh, this this rod receiving board was pretty much spread out around uh, the commander side. What are your opinions on this I game? saw a, I saw a stat that said the only team to score more points than the Detroit, Detroit Lions this year are the Buffalo Bills. So this team is like second in scoring. 
uh, absolutely insane. They just keep throwing the ball. They just keep running the ball. They're, they're very fluent. They got a lot of weapons, and I, I, I think this team is pretty dangerous. Maybe make a wild card spot. I don't think they're, they're definitely not there for a, a division win. I think the yeah. Vikings are still going to win that. Um, but maybe they can sneak out a wild card. We, we, we don't know. We've seen three teams from a division go to the playoffs one time. Uh, happened last year. Yeah. So I think it's it's very possible. And I mean, if you're the commandos, command uh, commanders, I hate saying that. That just doesn't roll out the tongue well. But uh, don't panic. You you fought your way back into this. You can go back to the drawing board. Let's let's get something going. I mean, you got tons of weapons there. Curtis Samuel, uh, Scary Terry, Jahan Dotson, the rookie, very good wide receiver. You got some talent there. Antonio Gibson, just calm down, run your offense very well. Every play doesn't have to be a home run play. I know Carson Wentz loves all his home run plays, but just calm down. I think they threw the ball way too much, I guess, because they were playing from behind. But, um, yeah, incorporate a little bit more of Antonio Gibson. I mean, they gave him 14 carries, and he had 28 yards. I guess he wasn't very efficient on the ground, and, and the Lions were efficient on the ground whenever they gave the ball. Jamal Williams got 12 carries for 53 yards. DeAndre Schiff got five for 56. And Amon Ron St. Brown got two carries for 68 yards. I mean, that's something that that needs to be fixed on that Washington side, especially the run attack and the run defense. Uh, you're not going to win many games giving up a total of 191 yards on the, on the rushing side of things. So I think Josh um, – not Josh Allen. Oh, my gosh. I think um, Jared Goff had himself a day. Four touchdown passes. Very good. Uh, Monterey St. Brown proved himself as a number one wide receiver. I think we could definitely say that. Um, yeah. Uh, congratulations, congratulations to the Lions, and let's move on to the next game. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, next game, Buccaneers and Saints. This one was definitely an interesting one. It was a... Uh... Uh, 0-0 in the third quarter was 3-3 until the Bucks came back in the fourth quarter scored 17 points. Big thing happened this in this game is Mike Evans got very, very triggered at, uh, um, what was his name? Um, at uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore, yeah, that's what it was. Um, but yeah, uh, Marshawn Lattimore was, or Tom Brady was talking smack to Marshawn Lattimore. Mike Evans came up and laid him out. Those two always have beef against each other. So now Mike Evans is out against, uh, against the Packers this weekend, but that's all right, um. Uh, for the Buccaneers, Tom Brady was 18 for 34, 190 yards. Jameis Winston was 25 for 40, 236 yards. The Saints team is looking. There is very bright spots in the Saints team, although they lost to a very good Bucks team. Um, it's a bright future for this team, most definitely. I mean, the Saints looked very good, in my opinion. They honestly look very good if they clean up those interceptions, which I don't know if Jameis can or can't. Three picks. Answer. Yeah, we haven't really seen that yet, but. Um, I think they moved the ball downfield, and I think that Bucks defense actually won on that game. I, I don't think that, that offense, the way it got off to that start, I it started absolutely terrible. Both offenses started absolutely terrible. Yeah, that Bucks but, defense um, was on fire. Tom Brady has now looked good for the first two weeks, and he's been sacked. He's been sacked a couple times. He's been pressured a lot more. I mean, I think they're hurting on the offensive line side of things. That's why I don't think they'll make it very far in the playoffs. As of right now, they're not going to. Yeah. Uh, they, they ran the ball with Leonard Fournette, which is what you're supposed to do. He gave him 24 carries, which I like to see. He only got 65 yards, but whatever. I mean, Mark, uh, Mark uh, Ingram, the old fart, got 10 carries for 60 yards. Good day for him. Uh, they like spreading the ball around a lot. And, uh, 
in New Orleans. Uh, Chris Olave got five receptions for 80 yards. Michael Thomas got six receptions, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Jarvis Landry, uh, Johnson got four. They both got four. So, I mean, they like spreading the ball around a lot. Uh, on the Buccaneers side of things, uh, Mike Evans, of course, was thrown out of the game early. So he, he lost some of his receptions. He only had three for 60, 61. Rashad Perriman had three for 45. Scotty Miller had three, three for uh, 34. Russell Gage had five for 28, though. I don't know how you get five receptions for only 28 hours. Yeah, a bunch of these uh, younger guy, or, uh, guys lower on the wide receiver depth chart, like Rashad Perryman or Russell Gage, they're going to have to step it up and not do the Julio being out. Mike Evans is going to be out. Pretty sure Chris Godwin's out. Um, I don't know when they're going to be back, so a bunch of these guys are going to have to step up. I mean, it looked like New Orleans was having a lot of trouble blocking. I mean, the quarterback was hit nine times during this game. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. So quarterbacks hit nine times, and it's huge. I mean, uh, Tampa Bay was only hit three, but yep. he definitely gets to Tom when he gets hit a lot. He doesn't like that. Of course, he doesn't like it, but it happens, and it is what it is. And, of course, Tampa Bay got that defensive touchdown, but definitely helped them in this game. Yep, most definitely. Moving on to the next game, we have a Giants and Panthers. Giants coming out on top. Giants being 2-0 and on the season. Um, Daniel Jones was 22 for 34, 176 yards. Baker Mayfield was 14 for 29, 145 yards. Christian McCaffrey had 15 it, carries for 102 yards. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say it, it pisses me off that New York was going with Daniel Jones in the first half and going with him in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, throwing a lot with him. And then they finally went to Saquon a lot more in the second half and they started to do success. Give it to Saquon. You know Daniel Jones can't carry the team. Give it to Saquon. Yep. He can run around. I know he didn't get many yards until the end, but you just keep going to Saquon because Saquon's going to lead you. He led you to the Tennessee win. Now yeah. he led you to the Carolina win, in my opinion, because I don't think it was Daniel Jones's. He only had 176 yards and a touchdown. Saquon Barkley really led you downfield on some of those drives. Yeah, most definitely. I think they need to start getting Saquon the ball a lot more. On the flip side, Carolina, Baker didn't look too great. He was 14 to 29 for 145. Christian McCaffrey looked very good. He had 15 carries for 102 yards. That's very good for his numbers. Then of course, if uh, Carolina didn't have a good day on the throwing the ball, of course the wide receivers really didn't have a great day. Um, but this defense, this Carolina defense is very good. They got nine QB hits. That's a lot. I mean, Brian Burns was an absolute monster in this game. I kept saying, like, he's very, very good. I love Brian Burns. And he played he played very well this game. Um, the Giants, on the other hand, only got four. I mean, just got to get to the quarterback. And I think the fact that um, – you had Saquon Barkley running the ball there at the second half. It kind of stopped the pass rush a lot, stopped the QB hits from getting up more. So um, I think New York just locked themselves into two wins, but uh, who knows? Yep, most definitely. Um, Giants definitely can win if they hand it off to Saquon. Really, that's all the whole recipe is. All right, on to the next. We have Patriots and Steelers. There really wasn't much that came out of this game that I saw. Um, this is a pretty even battle. Mitch, I know, threw a pick. Mac Jones threw a pick. Mac Jones is 21 for 35, 252 yards. Damian Harris had 15 carries, 71 yards. Nelson Aguilar was the top receiver in this. Six receptions, 110 yards. Um, on the Steelers' side, Najee Harris had 
49 yards, 15 carries. And Deontay Johnson had six receptions, 57 yards. Any opinions on this game? Uh, is it time to go with uh, Kenny Pickett? I, I don't know. Uh, Trubisky has shown he's just truly a game manager, and if you ask anything else more of him, he can't do it. Uh, he's not he's not the best quarterback out there. And they obviously didn't get the run game going. Najee Harris had 15 carries for 49 yards. I mean, that's not what you want to see. Uh, they're just keying in on him because they know Trubisky can't throw the ball. He can't throw the ball. Yeah. And uh, when you got offensive line that's not very good, it's very hard to run the ball. So I think they need to go back to the drawing board, and I think they need to start Kenny Pickett because I think his ceiling's a little higher than Trubisky. Yeah, maybe try him out for a game. Maybe try him out second half or kind of throw him in there, get him some reps. Yeah, I, I guess, but uh, that kind of hurts the locker room a little bit too. You gotta switch a guy. You're gonna go to him 100. percent Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you can switch and then go back. The Chicago Bears did that, and it didn't work out very well last year. So um, yes. Nelson Aguilar for the Patriots, the flip side of things. Uh, he got six receptions, 110 yards, and touchdown. Very good day. Jacoby Myers had nine receptions and 95 yards. That's a that's a very good game. For Jacoby Myers. Um, Damien Harris had 15 carries, 71 yards. He got hurt at the end of this game. Don't know if he went back in. Uh, saw he was hurt, so hopefully he gets back. But I, I think Ramondre Stevenson's time in uh, New England's, he's going to be the guy. Yep. So, um, uh, uh, good job for the Patriots bouncing back after that tough week one loss against the Dolphins. But uh, let's go into the next game. Yeah, most definitely. Next game, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at Indianapolis Colts. Jacksonville shutting out Indianapolis. Indianapolis is now 0-1-1. and um, Matt Ryan was 16-30 for 30 on this. Uh, he threw three picks at only 195 yards. I know you don't want to injure JT, but he needs to get more reps. He only had nine carries for 54 yards in this game. Um, on the other hand, James Robinson had 23 carries for 64 yards. Well, I definitely think the problem was was they were going to come out throwing the ball. The Colts were, and they, they planned on coming out throwing the ball. They they, they thought uh, they looked at last week against the Commanders. They're like, oh, wait, we can throw the ball against these guys because they gave up a lot of yards in the passing. Yeah. Well, that was just a lot of the Commanders' wide receivers getting open. I think the coverage on Jacksonville's part was very good last week. Um, so – they found out really quick, whoa, we can't do this. And when they got down 17-0 in this uh, end of the uh, first half, kind of cut out their running game. Yeah. They needed to start that run game early to wear out the Jags and to get your game plan going and to keep Trevor Lawrence off the field because once he got going, Trevor Lawrence was pretty damn good. Uh, they needed to run the ball early. And, of course, when they were down, they had to throw the ball so they couldn't give it to JT anymore. It's a it's a sad thing, but um, uh, they'll fix the game plan. I have confidence in Frank Reich that they'll fix the game plan. They'll come back. They're not they're not a terrible terrible team. I think they could get in a in a culture organization. I think Jacksonville on the other side. I I told you last week that Jacksonville was moving the ball very well, and Jacksonville was gonna win a few games. Trevor Lawrence is the guy. I mean, I love Trevor Lawrence. Twenty five of thirty. 235 yards, two touchdowns, looked very good. James Robinson, 23 carries, 64 yards. Travis Etienne had nine carries for 20 yards. And um, Christian Kirk, 
really proven himself mm-hmm. as, a, as a good wide receiver. He had six receptions, 78 yards, and two touchdowns. That's a very good day for Mr. Christian Kirk. Um, Evan Ingram was the second best receiving with seven receptions with 40, uh, 46 yards. And, of course, Travis Etienne and Marvin Jones both had three three uh, receptions with 33 yards. Uh, they're, they're getting everybody involved in this offense, which is very, very good. I think the fact that um, Pittman was out for the Colts definitely hurt. Yeah. It seems like Pittman was um, Matt Ryan's number one guy. Matt Ryan just didn't look good. He threw three interceptions, and that offense just never got going. The Jags defense is legit. I mean, they are legit. I, I love their defense right now. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen flying around. They had 11 quarterback hits, and they had five sacks. If you have that, that can turn over the game. And you could you can do a lot of damage with that. And as of right now, Jacksonville is leading the division. Yeah, most definitely. We know how the Colts play in Jacksonville. I don't know if that's just something how it is there. But, uh, all right, moving on from that, moving on to the next game, Dolphins and Ravens. Dolphins coming out on top. Dolphins are now 2-0. They came back really late, scoring 28 points in this fourth quarter. Ravens really sold this game, I'd say. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think the Ravens, definitely defensive-wise, there was definitely some communications issues. I think there's some growing pains back there, especially for rookie safety. Uh, the one that I really liked, uh, Kyle Hamilton, yep. going on Notre Dame. I think there was definitely some growing pains there. There was a, they, they let up two, two catches over the top for Tyree Kill just to snag and change the game. All, it ne- all he needed was two receptions for that to even happen, but he didn't get two receptions. Both him and Jalen Waddle got 11 receptions. Tyreek Hill got 198 yards, and Jalen Waddle got 171, and they both got two touchdown snacks. Um, yeah, I think Jalen Waddle, ha- it hasn't hurt his production at all. I think it helped it, too. Uh, Jalen Waddle's a real deal uh, in Miami. Uh, Lamar Jackson had himself a phenomenal day. I can't understate that. It wasn't really his fault that he lost. His defense kind of sold. And I guess in the in the it's a team game, so you could say you only scored three points in the fourth quarter. I yeah. mean, you can't just score three points and expect the to win the game. Uh, they came down from a large deficit, uh, so twenty-one point deficit going into the uh, second half. Um, Lamar had a good day, though. He, had, he threw for 318. He carried the ball for 119 yards and a touchdown. I mean, mm-hmm. very, very, very good day for him. Um, Rashad Bateman had four receptions for 108 yards. He went out with an injury. I think he has a concussion, I believe so, which is sad to see because he was really firing off. And I wanted to see what damage he could do against uh, the yeah. Miami secondary. Because it looked like in this game we were able to throw the ball very far downfield. Tua, I saw an interesting video on Instagram where it was reversed of him throwing right-handed, and it really makes you see the zip that he has on his balls. We're not used to seeing left-handed exactly, throwers yeah. throw the ball. So I think I think Tua is a lot understatement. And, uh, I, I think he's, he's a decent quarterback. I think that needs to be said. I mean, he... Threw six touchdown passes. That's insane. I mean, he had two interceptions, but he threw six touchdowns. Yeah. I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle being that one-two on the receiving core is going to be lethal later in the year. Yep. 
All right, moving on to our next game. We have Rams and Falcons. Falcons almost coming back in the fourth corner from a 28-3 deficit. We're all used to that number. Uh, Falcons putting up 17 points in the fourth quarter. Um, Rams almost choked this game, but um, I saw we saw some production from the Falcons. Marcus Mariota was 17 for 26, although he threw two picks. He threw two touchdowns. Cordero Patterson at 10 carries also um, for 41 yards. And Drake London, eight receptions, 86 yards. Um, I mean... Falcons don't really have high expectation or uh, high expectations, so I mean, if they perform, they perform. But um, yeah, the Falcons look pretty decent. I think if Marcus Mariota cleans up his interception ratio, I think they they honestly have a shot to win the game a lot better than they did uh, there at the end. Uh, they kind of were is a long shot for them, um, but I, I don't think the Falcons look terrible. I think Los Angeles Rams are just trying to do stuff a little bit cute, like Matthew Stafford was trying to get do things a little bit like quirky and he threw two interceptions which he, i mean you can't really do um if you're worried about cam makers no he's he's a horse he's a guy who got the most carries yes yesterday at 15 carries for 44 yards but uh, daryl henderson also had 10 carries for 47 yards and a touchdown so it's a, it's a little bit different cooper cup has cooper cup type days 11 receptions 108 yards and two touchdowns very good day for mr cup and if you look at the defensive side, uh, the Rams defense was flying, having six QB hits, having three sacks. They had themselves a good day with Atlanta only having one sack and two cute quarterback hits. All by, run by Taquan Graham, I, I believe that's how you yeah. say it. Uh, I, um, but um, I think the Falcons are heading in the right direction. I think they actually found their true number one wide receiver, and I think – as the season goes on, Drake London and um, Marcus Mariota will get better. I think he's very good. And I, don't, I don't know what happened to Kyle Pitts, but he's not yeah. in the offense pretty much anymore. Yeah, I wanted to. He's basically only two receptions, yeah. but it's it's a it's a bit different. Uh, Drake London's a guy he likes. Drake London, he's a first round draft pick. Go with him. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say uh, you gotta hit Kyle Pitts more. Not like I have him on my fantasy team or anything, but um, you do have money. No, I don't. Team, don't no. Um, Let's go check it right now. Another thing that was uh, really stood out to me was uh, Sean McVay's play calling. Like at the end, you'll see Brandon Powell has one carry for negative twenty six yards. So instead of the Rams saying punting it when they needed to get it out, they ran it to the back of the end zone, wasted a bunch of time, took a safety, gave the Falcons two points, then they'd have a punt off, like a fresh punt without the chance of it getting blocked for a touchdown. So smart coaching at the end by the Ram- or by the Rams. Yeah, I think that was definitely a, a smart coaching by the Rams. Yep. Um, do you want to head into the next game? Yes, most definitely. Moving into the next game, we have Seahawks and Niners. Niners coming back. Um, Really, the big thing that happened in this game, Trey Lance got hurt. He's out for the season with an ankle injury. Jimmy G came in. Uh, Trey Lance was only 2 for 3 for 30 yards when he got hurt. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo was 13 for 20, 154 yards. I mean, he, there was a reason he was the highest paid backup in the league. He's got to step up now. I think he's getting a little pay boost. Um, but it, it sucks for the Niners that Trey Lance is out. I mean, um, he was he w- sat all last year. He was waiting for his chance. Um, as soon as he gets his chance, he gets into week two. He's actually starting. He gets hurt. Um, really, what really stood out to me is uh, San Francisco blocking. I get they have Trent Williams on that line, but that line looked awful. But I think Jimmy G... Um, he's got to step up and um, really um, find his groove. But um, Jeff Wilson Jr. had 18 carries for 84 yards. Brandon Ayuk 
and Debo Samuel both had five receptions. Brandon Ayuk had 63 yards. Debo had 44. Um, on the Seahawks side, Geno was not having a Geno game like he had last week. He was 24 for 30. Although it was pretty good, he threw an interception and no touchdowns. Rashad Penny had six carries for 15 yards. Tyler Lockett had nine receptions, 107 yards. DK Metcalf had four receptions, 35 yards. Any thoughts on that? Oh, game? you guys had an accepted trade in the late. Oh yeah, we did. Damn, I didn't know that. I'll, I'll deal with that later. But it's all right. Uh, let's. Uh, which game are we on? Uh, Niners and Seahawks. I was talking about uh. Niners and Seahawks. Yep. Uh, yeah, the Niners look very good. I mean, the Seahawks. We we all thought knew the Seahawks had some glaring holes in there. They really didn't have a rush game, which is what they needed to win this game. I think they needed to rush the ball a lot. They didn't. Um, we all knew. San Francisco is just too talented of a team to lose at this point. Yeah. All right. Um. Really, not much out of that game besides Trey Lance's injury. Moving on to the next game, Cowboys and Bengals. Um. Cowboys coming on top, twenty to seven. Cowboys moving to one and one of the season. Bengals moving to zero and two. Uh, Joe Burrow was twenty four for thirty six, one hundred ninety nine yards. Not the Joe Burrow we used to last year. Um. Post appendix, Joe Burrow is not. Um. The Joe Burrow we're used to. Joe Mixon had 19 carries, 57 yards. Jamar Chase only had five receptions, 54 yards. T. Higgins actually had more receptions than him. Uh, Cooper Rush was 19 for 31, 235 yards. Zeke had 15 carries, 53 yards. Um, the top receiver was Noah Brown, five receptions, 91 yards. CD Lamb had seven receptions, 75 yards. Any thoughts on this game? Uh, let's see. Um, I think the Cowboys managed it well with the backup quarterback. I think they uh, definitely uh, deserve some credit with this. I think the Bengals' offensive line definitely shows some glaring signs of, of regression and, and not very good. They brought some guys in, and they, they have not performed well. And uh, uh, congratulations to the uh, Dallas Cowgirls for the win. I think Noah Brown definitely played a big part uh, playing on the practice. Our second team with Cooper Rush had a very good connection and five receptions, 91 yards and a touchdown. Very, very, very good day for him. Uh, I think CeeDee Lamb actually had a better day when Dak was not playing, which is kind of weird. Uh, he had a pretty nice day as well because I think uh, they started to switch to Noah Brown as a legitimate threat and it allowed CeeDee Lamb to get open for some of these, and that's why he got seven receptions for 75 yards. Yep, most definitely. Uh, I'm excited to see the Bengals, if they could bounce back after this week. I think they're against the Jets or Giants, if I'm not mistaken, uh, next week. So we'll see what happens there. Um, moving on to the next game, we have the Broncos and Texans. Russell Wilson looking absolutely sloppy again. Um, 14 uh, attempts and thir- or 31 attempts and 14 completions. Davis Mills was 38 for 19. Really a sloppy throw game all around. Uh, Russell Wilson threw an, threw an interception. Um, Javante Williams had 15 carries, 75 yards. Cortland Sutton had seven receptions, 122 yards. I don't know what's happening to Russ. There was only field there was only field goals scored in this game up until the fourth quarter. Texans were a hard out, though. Texans always fight hard. They yeah. always fight till the end. Uh, they're a very good team, and I think if they just punch it in the end, end zone like a couple more times than, than the field goal, I think that they end up winning this game. I don't I don't think they're very bad. Uh, I think Judy going out that definitely doesn't help, but I think it's who's at Coyle and Sun is the guy with seven receptions, 122 yards. Very good day for him. Uh, Javante Williams, I'd like to see him give a little bit more carries to him. I think he, he fights hard. He's a good running back. Give him more carries. Don't have to put it all on Russell's shoulder. You, you, we prove you know, that it doesn't work. It doesn't work as much as it used to. I, mean, I think this offense definitely needs to get going, needs to get going better. It doesn't look like a playoff offense. So I think they're definitely in their little growing pains as of right now. But I think uh, they just need to keep doing what they're doing. And, I mean, Davis Mills didn't have a, a, a good day as well. I mean, you're playing the Texans. They don't have as much 
Um, they don't have as much uh, talent as you do. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, he gets hit a lot. Davis Mills got six quarterback hits. He got sacked three times. I mean, Houston got three sacks and and gave a gave a Denver seven hits on the quarterback. So I mean, both of them got to the back and they uh, hit him very hard. So I think um, it's a lot better uh, for uh, the Denver Broncos right now. I think they uh, they just need to get things going. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Russell Wilson needs to get things together. Take a step back take it easy and go back to what we know Russ can do. Moving on to the next game, we have the Cardinals and Raiders. This one coming down to a very, very crazy end. Uh, Raiders looked like they were going to win this game for pretty much the whole game until it got to the fourth quarter. They put up zero points. Cardinals put up 16. Um, this one went into overtime, actually, and then the Cardinals ended up getting a scoop and score. Kyler Murray was 31 for 49, 277 yards. Um, Zach Ertz had eight receptions, 75 yards. He was the top receiver this game. Uh, Derek Carr was 25 for 39, 252 yards. Josh Jacobs had 19 carries, 69 yards. Uh, Hunter Renfro actually did fumble the game, uh, losing ball for the Raiders. Literally fumble. Yeah. There was uh, the play that uh, led him to go to overtime. Kyler Murray, I think the play went on for about 25 seconds. He scrambled back, went back and forth, yeah. back and forth, back and forth, looking for a receiver. Then he finally went around and then scored for himself. But uh, very good play making by uh, Kyler Murray, and this Cardinals team might be looking to make a comeback. But... Uh, definitely potential in this Cardinals team, but Raiders do not look down on yourselves. You looked phenomenal in this game, besides the last fumble. I think they definitely need to manage their game a lot better. I think Las Vegas has had more talent than the Arizona Cardinals, and I think they should have won this game. But um, they definitely had it in the first half, but they gave up in the second half, which you can't do it. It's uh, not very good, and uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but why do you only target Devontae Adams two times in a game for 12 yards and only one touchdown? I mean, I don't get that. But I don't know what's in their game plan, who they're going to. I guess he's getting all the attention, so it's allowing Darren Waller to go do good, allowing Hunter Renfro to do good. So we don't know exactly what's going on right now in the Raiders, but I think they could bounce back, and I think they'll do well. And I think it was just the Arizona Cardinals having that weird – come back like they always do yes most definitely um really that's what it was moving on to the next game that's when payton's is me to say uh the bears and packers packers coming in on top 27 to 10 one thing i gotta say luke getsy let justin fields pass the ball only 11 attempts in this game he was just Fields was seven for 11 let him pass the ball 15 carries uh, david montgomery had i mean i don't i disagree with that i think when you have a quarterback with as with the shit offensive line as the Chicago Bears have. Uh, they The Packers were having a field day in the backfield. They were. Five hits, then three sacks. They were running the ball very well. I liked how they were running the ball. Just keep running the ball. It gives less time in the clock. Nobody in, in the Bears uh, wide receiver room actually did um, did good. Nobody in there actually did good. Nobody got open. We we said blaringly that this wide receiving core sucks. Well, well, we found out how it sucks. I mean, Darnell Mooney is not a true wide receiver one. I'll say that right now. He is not a true wide receiver one. Get somebody else. He's not. Let him move on. We have David Montgomery. We don't know how he's going to end up next season. Ecumenius uh, St. Brown had the most yards. He had two receptions with 39 yards. That's pretty pathetic. If you think about it, uh, the Packers just had a very good run game and they had a very good pass game. I mean, 
they just they just stuffed it down the throat of the Chicago Bears, and I don't I don't think Justin Fields they they showed it. I mean when he's a little he needs to be a little bit more developed, and I think it hurts more for him than it does for anyone else or any of the fans. But um, he had eleven attempts, and one of them was intercepted. It was a very good interception. Don't get me wrong. I don't I don't think it was. Not necessarily his fault. Jair Alexander came from halfway across the field, which is insane. But um, yeah, I, I knew the the Packers were going to win this game. I think like everyone in America knew the Packers were going to win this game. They just had too good of a defense, too good of an offense to not bounce back in there. Yep, most definitely. Looking on the bright side for the Chicago Bears, though, their defensive line did look pretty hot. Um, the Nick Amaro, Roquan Smith, and Jaquan Brisker all had ten tackles by themselves. Um, but or ten tackles in total. Um, they and, do that when when um, Green Bay had yeah, the ball for most of the game. Exactly. Yeah. But the, Green Bay had the ball for thirty-seven minutes, opposed to Chicago's twenty-two minutes. So of course they're gonna get more. Yeah. They're gonna get more tackles, and then I mean, the Green Bay had twenty-six first downs compared to Chicago's eleven. Green Bay had a turnover. Chicago had a turnover. It's a little bit better, but total yards, Green Bay had 414 total yards, where Chicago only had 228. You're not going to win games like that. Mm-hmm. But um, that was my Chicago Bears rant. I, I just I don't I didn't like the team coming in. Yeah. I didn't like the bounce talent. Bounce. So it's going to be a bounce back game next. We play Houston at Chicago. So we'll see what happens. All right, moving on to the next game, we got the Titans and Bills. Most definitely, Bills bouncing. Back off on this one. Bills are might go undefeated this season. That's my hot take. I'm going to say they're going undefeated. Bills are looking phenomenal. They don't have any injuries. I mean, really, after the third quarter, I think even maybe before the third quarter, they took Josh Allen out and put Case Keenum in. Um, and then uh, same thing for the Titans. They put Malik Willis in. Actually, I think that was in the fourth quarter. But Josh Allen was 26 for 38, four touchdowns. Stephon Diggs at 12 receptions, 148 yards, three touchdowns. That Stephon Diggs-Josh Allen connection is just amazing. Um, as for the Titans, I'm going to say this in my hot takes later. Derrick Henry is not what he was last year. you got to hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. I mean, they're not going to win if they don't hand it off to Derrick Henry 50 times. Your hot take coming into the season was yeah. uh, was that Derrick Henry is not going to be the same yeah. as he was. which I predicted that. he's He was getting tossed around. And yet you drafted him in fantasy I football. I did because he was there. <laughs> He was getting tossed around like he was tossed around to people last year. Um, Titans really not having A.J. Brown is affecting their pass game pretty much. Traylon Burks is not A.J. Brown. They drafted him because he was, quote, quote, the same as A.J. Brown but younger. He's not A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is completely different. I say you you, you caution that. That is too much of a hot. He's a rookie. It's his second NFL career game. I'd give him a little bit of a slack. I, I think that just offensive general is not built for passing, and I think that needs to be a little bit better. It, it just isn't. So I think the Bills were just much better. We knew the Bills were going to win this game. The Tennessee Titans really had no shot. Yeah, most definitely. We'll see the Titans can bounce back next week. Um, and then um, moving on to our final game of the week, Vikings and Eagles. Eagles coming out 24-7. to Eagles looking phenomenal in this game. Uh, Kirk Cousins really was struggling here. He couldn't get the ball to Justin Jefferson. At the end, he had a couple targets in the end zone where he threw it to Justin Jefferson, I think, three times in a row. It's kind of like Madden where you just keep chucking the ball downfield to your X-Factor receiver and hoping he'll catch it. But um, Kirk Cousins was 27 for 46, uh, one touchdown, three interceptions. 
Um, they did not get any rushing in Minnesota. Dalvin Cook had six carries for 17 yards. Alexander Madison had two carries for eight yards. Adam Thielen was the top receiver here uh, with 52 yards and four receptions. Justin Jefferson had six receptions, 48 yards. Um, if Kirk can't get the ball to Justin Jefferson, they're not going to win the game. It's simple as that. Um, I think Philadelphia is a real deal. Their yeah. defense is flying around. I think receiving, they've been spreading the ball down a lot more. They finally got uh, Devontae Smith into the the offense. Uh, A.J. Brown still had a solid day himself. Chris Watkins had that wide, wide open touchdown pass downfield. Uh, Dallas Goddard got himself a couple catches. Uh, they're doing very well, and I think running the ball too. Jalen Hurts did well. Miles Sanders did pretty good. Uh, I think this team's just very good, and I think Jalen Hurts is a real deal. I don't think he's he's not. I think you got to say now he is the real deal, and I mean this totally. I mean, I mean Philadelphia only got to the backfield two times for a sack, but they got seven quarterback hits, which is a lot of hits. And um, I wouldn't caution on uh, Minnesota. I think they're still going to win the division. I think it's just a hiccup game. You have have these once in a while, and especially with the new op. A new offense, a new, new stuff like that. You know, you get overconfident and you target somebody a lot more, and that's what he did with Justin Jefferson. I think when target him 12 times and he only catches the ball six times, that's not very good. I think you need to target somebody else a little bit more. But I do not caution Minnesota Vikings and Minnesota Vikings fans because I think they'll they'll come back. Yeah, most definitely. And this uh, Philadelphia defense also looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to wrap up our Sunday Slayton games for this past week. And now we're going to go over some quick NFL news. Um, really, the big one we covered earlier was Mike Evans is going to be out this next Sunday against the Green Bay Packers, which will could pretty much affect their, uh, the outcome of the game pretty much if Tom Brady can't target some of his other receivers. Um, let's see if we have any other news. Uh, Browns Nick Chubb regrets touchdown run to aid Jets comeback. It cost us the game. That's what he said. And then three-time Pro Bowl cornerback uh, Joe Hayden retires a, as a Brown after 12 NFL seasons. He resigned with the Browns for a day and retired. Did you um, did you uh, say the Taylor Lewan news that he was carted off the field with a lower body body no. injury during you, that game? Yeah. Yeah, you just did. Yeah, he was he was very bad. Mike Evans suspended for one game. After that fight. Um, Mr. Um, Brisky says, downfield passing opportunities are there for Steelers offense. Uh, Dr- Greenlaw from the 49ers had just had a two-year contract extension. Congratulations to him. And Trey Lance out for the year with an injury. How does that affect the 49ers? Um, I think, I mean, Jimmy G's got to step up. But... Um, Jimmy G is a better option right now. I don't think Trey Lance yeah. is really ready, but I think it was forced to be ready. So yeah, I exactly. think they're going to do actually a lot better now, and I think Debo's going to get insane amount of targets. I, yeah. I mean, what he's been the first couple weeks has been decent, but he's going to get the insane amount of targets. Expect fantasy owners expect him to get twenty to twenty-five points each and every week from now on. Yep. And now then- that Jimmy G's back. And all that, he is going to go off. Another piece of news is Buccaneers signed wide receiver Cole Beasley to the practice squad, expected to elevate him to active roster. We know he was a stud when he was in Buffalo. Buffalo dropped him. He signed free agency. The Bucks signed him because they need a receiver. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's, go. let's head into uh, 
hot takes then. All right, moving on to our next segment. We're going to hot takes. All right, my first hot take is the Browns will place last in their division. I think the Bengals will make a comeback. They'll do better. Steelers, Steelers will find a footing with their quarterback room. They'll do better. Ravens are obviously going to do better. You definitely see that. Go over your um, your next hot take. Um, I said Dolphins aren't a fake team. I think uh, with that Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, we saw what Jalen Waddle did with just two last year. Adding Tyreek into that equation, Dolphins are in for a deep run. Okay, I'll go with the next one. I mine. I'm gonna go with the Jags are going to win the AFC South. Looking at the AFC South right now, you have the Jaguars, the Texans, the Colts, and the Titans. All those other teams look very bad right now. They don't look very good. The Jaguars look like the best team, and they're gonna win their division for the first time. Uh for the first time since 2017, I believe. Yep, we'll have to so see. So I think that they're they're going to do very good. I I like how they're moving the ball and they're playing with Doug Peterson as their coach. Let's go to uh, your next one. All right, my next one is the Niners are better off with Jimmy, although Trey hasn't had the experience. Like we said earlier, I think Trey wasn't ready, but he was kind of forced into that situation. So Niners are better off with Jimmy G now. As you said, the Dolphins were a fake team. I say the Dolphins are going to waddle I said that, I said their they, way to the AFC Championship. I said they aren't a fake team. Yeah, I said I know. They oh, aren't yeah. a fake team. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said the Dolphins are going to waddle their way to the AFC Championship I'm, game. I'm very confident in that aspect as long as they don't play the, the Bills beforehand. I believe yeah. they can they can make them way to the AFC Championship game. I don't know necessarily if they have enough talent to go to the uh, Super Bowl, but who knows? Yeah, uh, crazy things have happened. What's kind of funny is I remember last year in an episode, um, last season we were saying the Dolphins are a fake team because they played like the Jets, Giants, uh, they played easy teams, and when they were on that winning streak, I remember that we were saying they are a fake team. Now they aren't because they got Tyreek. But uh, not just Tyreek. I think yeah. Jalen Waddle second yeah. year. I think they got a lot of guys in that defense side that are pretty good. So, yeah. um, um, I said, what are you saying for my next one? Uh, Titans aren't going to win if they don't hand the ball off to Derrick Henry 100 times. Not because they have him in fantasy or anything. Just because last year we saw what happened with Derrick Henry when he was a beast and he was getting the ball handed him, but he got injured. Yeah, but the Titans are winning. Yeah, that's, that's the big thing. He got injured. They're trying yeah. not, and when he was injured, they, they struggled after he was gone. Yeah. But they, they had just enough. to find a balance. They need to find a balance. It's going to be hard. Well, they need to find a balance between which, because it's obviously not working. They need to go back to the drawing sheet and see where they can do things right. Um, I'd say Jalen Hurts is the real deal, and I uh, definitely need to apologize to him because he is—he's very good. I think. Yeah. I think he's going to be a a real deal quarterback. Yep, and I said uh, for my last one, Bears are going to suck if they don't pass the ball, which they haven't. I mean, they need to pass to, the ball. I know Justin which Fields. wide receiver? Darnell Mooney. They need to get him open. Mooney's not have... number one. He has been locked up by every single cornerback number one this whole year. We'll target he, a receiver. He, look a at receiver. targets. Target look a receiver. receiver. I don't care if it's St. Brown, it's Byron Pringle, any receiver. Just throw the ball. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think we can throw the ball because they're not getting separation from the wide receivers. Yeah. I I don't know. 
Okay, let's go into our next segment. It is fill in the blank. I'm going to say a prompt, then Andrew and I are going to fill in the blank. This player is on track for a monster season. Uh, I'm going to say straight up here, I'm going to say Tyreek Hill. Just because of what numbers he's put up and how he's at the top of the receiver board, leaving receiver leading board now. Um, if he doesn't get injured and nothing happens to him, I think he's going to be a monster. I was going to go with the Dolphins. I was going to go with Tua, but I'm going to change a little bit since he went with Dolphins. I'm going Jalen Hurts. I think the Eagles are a real deal, and I think Jalen Hurts is going to get a lot of yards rushing and a lot of yards throwing for touchdowns. So I think Jalen Hurts is on track for a monster season. Yep. Okay, a team that surprised you this week. I'd have to say say the Jets, really. Coming back in the fourth quarter, they put together a, a pair of good drives to come back for that win. Okay, I'm going to have to say I know they lost, but I think I'm going to go with the Texans here. Yeah. I think they surprised me. They weren't they weren't an easy out. We thought they were going to get blown out completely. They didn't get blown out completely. It was definitely sloppy, and they need to fix on some two things. But uh, I think they could definitely um, actually have a shot in that division because that division is very strong. So um, that's a team that surprised me this week, even though they lost. Yeah, most definitely. Okay, it's time to tank award. This award goes to the team that we think it's time to tank after week two. Cowgirls. The Cowgirls after week two? Even though they won, I think they're not going to be anything without Dak. You tank, maybe get a better quarterback, move on from Dak, trade him away. Yeah. uh, Maybe you can do that. I mean, I can definitely see that happening. Um... The Chicago Bears. I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. Um, team just looks uninspiring. That offense looks terrible. Every other offense is able to move the ball downfield field with some ease. The Chicago Bears have not been able to for the past few seasons. Uh, it's, it's a struggle watching that offense play. Um, I don't think it's time to let the season go. It's It's over. It's pretty much over. Let's go we're gonna back have, to next We're going to have 200, like, like 290 or 250 million cap space next year, so we'll rebuild, we'll rebuild, it's fine. I don't know, it, but you got to show to people that, hey, we're a legitimate threat, and right now I don't think anyone wants to touch the Bears within a 10-mile radius. What's, what's also scary is the fact that the Eagles are doing this good, and they have two first-round draft picks next year. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're doing good. I mean, I think they're doing good. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's go into picking next week game. But before that, uh, Andrew, why don't you tally up the record for us going yep. into week three? I got the final like, results. Do you have the total? Yep, I got you the, the total record. I got the okay. final results. So I came on top because I think I think this week this year we're gonna do total record. Yeah. Overtime. So you, yeah, you're leading going into. Okay. Yeah, week. I'm up by one. Um, I won four to three. So. I'm on top for this season. Oh, no, I, I meant the actual games. Oh, like, like picking them. Like the win-loss for the whole season. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. You have uh, you have three wins and I have four. So, right now it's... No, no, like the whole win-loss, like each game. Like one's a win, one's a loss. 
Oh, so it goes down a point if you lose? It's a, like a re- no, it's a record. Oh. It's like a record. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll get that we'll get that situated afterward. But um, yeah. Andrew won this week, so uh, we'll get those records situated for next week. Let's head into week three games, starting off with the Thursday night football game. Steelers traveling to the Browns to see um, Brownie Elf. Uh, Cleveland favor to win this game. I don't know. You know, I'm gonna go with Money Mitch. I'm gonna say Steelers. Hmm. I'm going to go Cleveland. I, the Steelers don't look very good, and especially with Mitch at, at the helm. I, I don't know if I, they can go another way and win. I like Cleveland in this one. Let's go to the Chicago Bears and the Houston Texans. Uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna, Texans traveling to Chicago. You know, I know you like Davis Mills, so I'm going to give you the Texans. I'm taking Bears, unless you want to take the Bears. I'm taking the Texans in this one. They've, they've fought very hard, and I think this is a game they could actually win. Um... Yeah, I, I think this this is a decent game that the Texans actually have a shot to win. So I'm going to go with the Texans. Yep. Okay, Raiders traveling to the Titans. Who do you have in this week three matchup? Both teams looking for the first one of the season. I think uh, Raiders are going to bounce back and get their first win. I think that. I keep saying it's it's the Raiders. I love the Raiders, so I'm going to go with the Raiders. Yep. All right. I think just that offense is too talented to not win themselves a game okay heading to an easy one Chiefs heading to the Colts uh what is that what do you think who do you think is gonna win um I, know, I gotta say Chiefs here I don't think the Colts are gonna I think who are the I want to see who the Colts are against oh yeah Colts are against uh Titans in week four that's the game we're going to so I want to see if the Colts are going to be oh and two and one going into that game see if they can get their first one against the Titans but I think the Chiefs are coming out on top uh, yeah, give me the Chiefs in this one. I don't think it's much of a question. The Chiefs are very good, and I think they are going to win this game. The Dolphins are at home against the Bills. This is a really tough matchup. Who do you got in this one? You know, I got to say Bills. I think Josh Allen's look phenomenal. I've seen no down, downsides in Josh Allen, so I got to say the Bills. I've been hyping up the Dolphins, but I think it's going to be the Bills in this one. I'm not like I'm not not letting you get a game over me. Yeah. Like this one. Uh, let's head to the next one. Lions traveling to Vikings. Who do you got in this one? I think. Um, I don't know, cause I mean, Lions came off a win. Vikings came off a loss, but I think overall the Vikings are a better team. They're more well established, more well rounded. So you're taking Vikings. Yeah, I wanted to take Vikings, but since you took Vikings, I'm going to take Detroit because I don't want to make the exact same pick as you. I'm going to I'm going to go with Detroit in this one. I think they could they can make things go on. I Mike says pick Minnesota. They're favored to win in this game, but uh, who knows. So let's go on to the next game. The I'm filming. Yeah, you're in the screen, I think. Oh. <laughs> you could pick first on, you could pick first in the next one um oh you gave me the ravens pagers game that's yeah, why yeah. that's why okay no nah, i'll pick the ravens that was pretty easy i think you'll pick the ravens as well yeah um Bengals traveling to the jets i'm picking the Bengals to get their first win yeah i think this is where they uh come out i think uh i don't know when zach wilson's gonna be back but i think i'm taking the Bengals in this as well Eagles traveling to Washington to play the Commanders. Give me the Eagles. Um, yeah. 
Jalen Hurts will be lucky if he doesn't get the rail, uh, if the rail doesn't fall on him again. Oh, pick, picking all the safe ones this one. You're not, you're not going for a ballsy pick. I don't think the Commanders are going to beat the Eagles. I mean, maybe Jalen Hurts, the, maybe the Commanders will beat him by breaking Jalen Hurts' uh, ACL on the field, but... New Orleans Saints traveling to Carolina. I have the New Orleans Saints winning this one. I can't let you get one over me. <laughs> I'm going to take Saints as well. You're just taking all my picks. I mean, okay, Jaguars, Chargers. Who do you have in this one? I'm taking Chargers here. I can't take Jags. I'm taking the Jags in this one. Oh, my gosh. Hear me out. Injured Justin Herbert in this one. Uh, the Jags looking very good. They're rolling out some have, momentum. You don't have faith in Chase Trevor. Daniel? I don't think. I think if <laughs> Chase Daniel plays this game, it plays in the Jags' hands. I don't know if Justin Herbert's going to play. Is he on the questionable? Um, He's technically not on the questionable. Let's see. I don't think he let's is. Go I'm going to check Yahoo. I'm just not going to pick the same as you. Because. No, he's not. A, uh, yeah, he is a questionable. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah. Coach Brandon Staley relayed Friday that Herbert had fractured ribs. And is a day-to-day -day at this stage, so they don't know if he's gonna go in week week three. That could be a huge game changer. I'm betting on that. He's going to if <clears throat> we did one of those last season, but I'm not gonna do it this season. I think the Jags are gonna pull the upset, and I think they're gonna beat the LA Chargers. Yep, most definitely. All right, going on to the next game: Rams and Cardinals. Uh, give me Rams. I'll take Cardinals in this. I want to be different. Um, but yeah, I think uh, both are coming off a win, but I think it's gonna be Cardinals in the end. But it's gonna be a close game. Uh, yeah. Um, Falcons traveling to Seattle. I think I'm gonna take the Falcons. This is a mid off. Mid teams. Um, you know, I'm gonna take. take I'm taking the opposite. Just because both teams are pretty much the same. Falcons may be a little better, but I think the Seahawks could pull it off. Okay. A little bit different one game. We got the Packers traveling to the Bucks. Who do you got? Um, I think, although Mike Evans is going to be hurt, I don't think that's going to be enough uh, for the Packers to beat the Bucks. So I got the Bucks in this one. Uh, Mike Evans is suspended, so yeah. I'm going with the Packers in this one. The Packers will win. They looked very good last week, and if they could roll off their run game like they did, I think you can see the Packers win in this game. Yeah, but that uh, Bucks defense, though. I just think it was Jameis that threw a lot of bad balls, and I don't think Rodgers will do that. If Tampa Bay doesn't have those turnovers in that game, I think the Saints win it. Yeah. Um, 49ers traveling to Broncos. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I'm going to take Niners here. I think Jimmy G is going to get a win yeah, in his first start. I was, I was going to take the Niners, but I'll take the Broncos. Um, I, I don't know about that offense, but I think maybe they can get it back. They can get it rolling. I yeah. have faith. They can get it rolling. Monday Night Football, Cowboys traveling to the Giants. The 2-0 Giants hosting the Cowgirls. How do you predict this game's going to happen? You know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I think the Giants are going to be the Cowgirls. Get Hand the ball off to Saquon. I'm going to go with the Cowgirls in this one. 
Okay. I think our defense is a lot better, and I think if the defense controls the game, I think they win. Yep. All right, let's see what happens there. All right, I think this has been the episode of the Anytime Sports Podcast Show. If you like the uh, if you like this episode, please leave a like down below and comment in the comment section below how many times Andrew said most definitely, and we'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> give you a free ASP sticker. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you everyone for watching and uh, we'll see you later. Peace. For a good time, like yes, please. I couldn't hear you inside the party. I wanna know what you said. Ay. I wanna know what's on your mind, what's going on in your head. Ay. I ain't saying that it's all love, but you can call me up if you need a friend. Know that old saying back when nothing good happens every 3 a.m. Man, shit, let's prove them wrong.